Mic check. To the name, anyway. Five. I'm Rose. Are you ready? Four. Dumb little story. That by the Three. Way. We're hot. Stand by. Two. I think I might have a concussion. One. Expect that they know this stuff. Here we go. They look like Keeper Sutherland. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. I know I've been scheduling. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to everybody at home. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's how I start with the show. (laughs) Sorry. Hello, everyone. Ryan's not here this week. He's he's on vacation, and we're joined by... Kara McKinney. Oh, I didn't know if you wanted me to say your last name. Okay, forget my last name. Oh, I can edit that out. You can just say Kara. Kara. I don't really care. My name is Kara. I don't really care if you care. <laughs> on uh, on today's podcast, the scenic South Dakota, Australian spices, and Kittler. That's what we're talking about. I don't know what any of that is. Well, that's the fun part of it. Oh, okay. You're not supposed to know until <laughs> I read off the stories. But before we get to that, what's going on with you? I'm moving in very few days. Yeah, the reason why we have, or I have you on is because... You were, you were supposed to do this earlier. Yeah. Like, way earlier. <laughs> but you, you're moving to Florida because you're leaving our station. I am. Oh, what do you do? I, sh- I should I am a producer. That. And what a is that? A news the, producer. What exactly does that? It means I write on? what the anchors say and I time out the show. So you just time out the show. So yes. we end on time and start on time. Yes. Yeah. Make sure everything flows. Good. Um, is that is that what you're gonna be doing in Florida also? Yes. Yeah. What do you like most about producing? What do I like most about producing? Yeah. Wait, um, is, is that what you wanted to get into? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, I've been doing it for six years. Were you going to school for like journalism? Yes. Or English degree, and then I have a journalism degree from UW Madison. All right. So. And then as soon as you graduate, you just. I did. I got a job like a week after I graduated. I was pretty lucky. Yeah. Any fun? Do you have fun times? I do. I love the answer. Uh, usually, when I get to this question, is uh, what do you like least about your job? Or like don't? least? Yeah. Um. Or don't like the most? I think sometimes it's just not. People don't really know what producers are. They don't realize like we kind of put everything together, and sometimes we're, I would say, underappreciated because we're not. People don't know who we are or yeah. what we do. I always get it. I've always heard it's the uh, the time constraint that you have to, or, or or the deadlines that you have to meet. Oh, I like that. You like that? Yeah. See, I, I, I like it. I mean, it makes it fun. Yeah. You know, it makes the job fun, but sometimes it's just a pain. Really? You know, I have a little bit of ADD, so... <laughs> it, <I'm> not, <laughs> you know, it's crazy is that I... I don't even know if I could do anything else because doing like two shows a day and being busy, I still get bored sometimes. So yeah, I you're think on Facebook I, a lot. <laughs> I'm like, you know, if I had like a regular job where I sat at a desk all day and didn't have to finish anything until like a month later. Right. Do you know how bored I would be? I just, I don't even know if I could do anything else. I'm sure eventually. I'm you mean like just like a nine to five job where you sit yeah. at a computer all day? Yeah, I mean I sit at a computer all day. <laughs> yeah, now. I was just say, isn't that what you do right now? <laughs> yeah, but I have deadlines. <laughs> I have deadlines. Your daily deadlines. That daily, you have to meet. twice a day. All right. And I don't even get that. Didn't really even get that much time for my first show. So. That's true. What time do you usually come in? I came in around eight thirty. And then your first show is at eleven. Yes. You, you have to usually have to be done by what eleven forty five or no no ten forty five. Or ten yeah. thirty. 
Yeah. For all the editors to get done. Yeah, and sometimes it, you know, the difficult thing about the eleven is when I come in, there's like I'm looking for new things, and it's hard to find new stuff at eleven. Mm-hmm. You know, so th- I've I would say that was the most challenging part of the eleven is trying to find something new to put in the show that wasn't from yesterday or wasn't from, you know, what when I used to work on the <laughs> when I used to work on the morning show and you produced the eleven. It seemed like you repeated a lot of stuff that we did on the what? morning I show. Am, I am not a repeater. <laughs> no, I try and find new stuff, but it's hard. Yeah, well, I guess, how long usually does it take to produce a show? Uh, A couple hours. Depends. Depends. Yeah, and then a lot of, sometimes there can be breaking news. There's usually more breaking news for the f- 4 instead of the 11. Yeah. But, you know. Well, yeah, I guess because you've had more time during the, or more time to pass during yeah. the day. And then, yeah. Yeah. It's you know I'm I'm kind of a breaking news adrenaline junkie I kind of like it. Yeah, you're also I, like a celeb junkie. <laughs> I am. You know what? Like my true, true job, like dream job, would be to be a producer at E News, or be like. What about TMZ? No, because I don't know if they're always factual. Well, but then you could be on TV at the same time doing those dumb. I know. Oh, you know what? I think that we should do that here. I think we should like. Yeah, but you're going to be leaving. Newsroom. I know. That's true. That's what I've always said. I said we need a reality TV show upstairs. Yes. Uh, maybe you you're guys can have a reality show now without me doing it. I know. <laughs> Which sucks. This is why I wanted you on earlier because <laughs> you got such a personality. Um, have you ever seen the show uh, Making the News? Uh, like Making the News Texas style or something like that? No. It was I like a reality TV show about newsroom. Is or, it fake? I don't think so. I mean, no. I think it was just like a, a camera crew. It's kind of ironic because you have like a camera crew following a reporting crew or oh. like a news crew. Oh, okay. uh, It's just weird because it's like you have like twice as much baggage almost because you have two crews, two, like two video crews. Because you got, yeah. you know, your your focus is, you know, or you got the people making the reality TV show and then you got the people bringing you the news. Right. It's just like twice as much. It's Work crazy, homeless. though. I'm always on Facebook during the day, but that's where I find out about, like, it's crazy how much news has changed because of on Facebook. On Facebook? No, that's how I find out, like, I hear Wait. what more news on Facebook than I do, like. What about Twitter? I don't like Twitter. Are you on Twitter? I am not. I thought you were. I'm not. I'm on Twitter. Are you? Do you but, like it? Uh, I, I barely use it. I don't even tweet. I just use it just to follow people. I just don't get it. I don't understand why you need to tell people what you're doing at all times. I, I don't really get that either. But then that's what like the status update on Facebook is like too. Yeah, but I don't really update my status that much. Yeah. I haven't done my status update in quite a while. But you just, well, how, how do you usually get breaking news on Facebook then? Do you just follow like... Uh-huh. Follow CNN, follow, um, follow TMZ. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let me tell you, TMZ has it first before everybody. I'm not even joking you. I will see stuff like, for instance, yeah. I saw the Macho Man Randy Savage. You know, yeah, everyone grew up watching him. I saw that he died from TMZ, so I re. But you say they're not always like factual. Well, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I guess I just wouldn't want to work for them, but um, I because I don't like paparazzi. I think that that's like is that kind of just rude and they're paparazzi so but um i so i read like share the story and everyone was like oh my gosh i can't believe my like no one knew wait share 
Yeah, you know, rep- I reposted their article oh, on my page. And there was about Macho Man. Yeah, about I thought you were Macha talking Man. about Cher the singer. Oh. <laughs> when no. you said Cher, I was like, what? <laughs> so I don't remember anything of her. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, no one had known, but TMZ knew right away. Yeah. You know? All right. Well, you're going to be moving to Florida, doing the mm-hmm. same thing there. Yes. And then are you just going to be there for a while, or do you plan on... Like, do you, do you have, like, a, a like plan. a five-step plan? I don't, but I'm getting a little older, so I may have to get married in a couple of years. You may have to get married? <laughs> do you plan you plan on getting married in the next couple of years? I don't know. I, I mean, I definitely can't say that because it could just not happen. Yeah. But <laughs> one thing I, always, I would like to. One thing I always love talking about is whether or not I'm going to have kids or not. Oh, really? Do you want kids? You know, kids are cute, but I've just never been, like, a kid. Like, I don't know. I, I've i never been, like, one of those people who have been excited. Um, I've never been excited about having kids. Like, I'm just not one of those people. Right. So, I I mean, I probably will have them. Yeah. But I'm not excited about it. You're not excited about <laughs> yeah. it? I probably will. It's eventual. <laughs> it's going to happen, but, but I'm not you? excited. You have, like, ten nieces and nephews, I have right? one niece and two oh. nephews. <laughs> <laughs> ten nieces and nephews, yes. <laughs> In actuality, okay, well, three. Correction. <laughs> well, I have uh, probably another niece or nephew coming along. My sister's oh, having a sister's kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, but right now I have a niece and nephew, and they're a lot of fun. Yeah, I tell mm-hmm. I love those guys, um, but I, I don't want kids of my own. No? no not at all? No. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's just because we're, we're, you know, in our stage of our life where we still like this, we enjoy this, like, Oh yeah, like the single. But you're a lot young, younger than me, though. Not that much younger. How much? How old are you? Twenty five. Okay. Well, I'm turning twenty five. I'm so you're twenty four. Yeah. I'm, I'm twenty nine. That's four years. <laughs> That's not that big of. I, I guess if you look at it's where we are. It's different for women though, because you're a biological clock. That's it's true. A, That's what I heard. I heard that uh, the sooner you have a kid, uh, the least likely they're gonna develop a yeah. um, certain. Yeah. You don't want to be like knocking on thirty or forty trying to have a child. I mean, you can if you want. You can yeah. do whatever you want, but you know. Yeah. Well, we're running a little bit long, so I mean, I would <laughs> see we could just talk forever. This is why you should have just been on here so much sooner. I, I, with Weichel too, that would have been a, quite the dynamic. Yeah, but it would have been kind of hard in here because we've been trying to figure out how to get three mics in here. Oh yeah. And we can't. It's a little cramped. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, just the switch right here is impossible to get three mics on. So are we supposed to talk about something else or are we done? No, we are not because I have to have the story. I mean, the, the point of the podcast oh. <laughs> is is uh, we get the news that doesn't make the headlines or the news that the newsroom doesn't want. Oh, okay. So the weird, strange, odd news. And our first one comes from um, South Dakota. The town of Scenic, South Dakota, is now on sale for $799,000. The 12-acre town, established in 1906, includes a saloon, dance hall, museum, bunkhouse, two stores, a train depot, two jails, though only one is functional. The town's population is less than 10. ABC News reports that the current owner of the land, Twyla Merrill, has been diagnosed with cancer and has decided it's time to sell. It's bittersweet, Merrill's daughter, Leanne Kester, said. I have to take care of my mom. Family always comes first, but it's just time. Everything comes with time. My mom would love to do this until she's 100, but her health won't permit her. Forbes reports that the town didn't garner much uh, buyer interest until the Rapid City Journal wrote a story about the listing. National News noticed the story, and now there are offers from both Australia 
and England on the table. Oh, I didn't know you could buy a town. We should like try and buy Madison. <laughs> I, I think Madison would be worth a lot more than seven hundred nine eight hundred thousand. Yeah, probably. Do you think you could probably get like a loan for eight hundred thousand and buy this? Maybe. There's only ten people. Yeah, there's it's only a population of ten. That's a lot of stuff for there only to be ten people. Right. Well, I mean, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure it was like a a pretty oh, a much bigger town, but just oh. over the years, yeah, people have left and there are just a few residents. But it's in South Dakota. We, and- no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's called scenic South Dakota. Scenic. Yeah. Oh, it must be scenic there. <laughs> <laughs> would you, if if you bought it, would you, let's say it is scenic, would you like set up some kind of tourism to try to bring in money? Um. I mean, it's only worth eight hundred thousand a town for eight hundred thousand. I think that every town needs a mall. So that would be my first step. What if this this sounds like it's like a, just like a little country town? Uh-huh. You know, out almost like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You would you would build a mall out there? Yeah. That'd be your first thing you do. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and a taco jobs. And a taco jobs. <laughs> and a Jackson could come. <laughs> you <laughs> You're such a city girl. I am. I'm from Milwaukee. Oh, this so is it's a- like Madison is small to me, you know. Yeah, but you don't ever go out in the country. No. You, you don't ever visit. <laughs> you you don't think of visiting like a small town. I don't like small towns. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My parents are both from really small towns in the south, and I hate it. Why? I, I just is just gross. <laughs> <laughs> is South Dakota considered in the south? Do you know? No, it's not. No. Would it be? It's it's on the uh, East Coast, right? South Dakota. Yeah. Or I'm thinking of North. uh, I'm thinking of uh, Carolinas. Oh. Yeah. No. All right. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm gonna go on to our next one. Okay. This one is from Louisiana. Uh, The Burr family of Louisiana are being sued by their homeowners association for flying a front yard sign supporting their son, who's in the Marines. The Gardens of Southgate Property Owners Group in Boisier City, Louisiana, filed a lawsuit against Jody and Timothy Burr this month because the couple has refused to take down a streamer that reads, Our Son Defends Our Freedom, and that violates the neighborhood's ban on signs. The development's uh, covenants stipulate that no sign of any kind shall be displayed on public view on any lot, but Jody Barr told the Huffington Post that she's had signs outside of her home since they arrived in 2006 without any problems and that other neighbors have gotten away with breaking the rules. The restrictions have been in place but not enforced at all, the 41-year-old public school teacher said. I try to stay away from the word discrimination, but there is definitely selective enforcement of the covenants. The war over the words began in February where the homeowners group sent the birds a, le- a letter telling them to take down the 3 foot by 6 foot banner praising Corey. But there was no mention of the two other signs already in the yard that said things like Burr family established 1990, according to the Burrs. The Homeowners Association is constantly asking others to remove signs. As recently as the last two weeks, they have sent letters to two residents on the same issue, Jeffrey Westermore said. Uh, Information being disseminated on the contrary is simply not accurate. How do you feel about that? So they're mad because there's a sign about their son who's a Marine? Yeah, it's being asked to take down. That doesn't the, seem fair. The homeowners association. You're going to support the troops always. Yeah. I don't know if you're for war or against it, but 
I mean, right. I'm for, I mean, I am, I, I don't like war. Obviously, I don't know who does, but I think you should support people who are willing to sacrifice their lives. Right. For and have you ever lived in a um, part of town where they enforce certain rules? Like a, a gated community, pretty much. Oh, no, but actually that's where I'm looking to move to in Florida. So you're going to be moving to a, like sort of a gated community yeah. where they have rules like Probably. this? But I am not the type of person who put signs in my yard because in I the first place. that's doing too much. Well, what if, <laughs> what if you had a family member? Uh, do you have family members who serve in the overseas right now? I don't. No. What if you had a family member serving overseas? Would you feel like putting up a sign? Probably not. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not into, you know, those signs. I mean, whatever. You can put up those signs and tell people to slow down. Mm-hmm. Those are all right. But, I mean, does it bother you that... I don't understand why they would be, like, offended by that sign. I think it's just to keep the neighborhood looking nice or looking a certain way. Well, then they should say no one put signs in your yard. Right. Well, supposedly, they're saying that they've told other people to take down other signs and whatnot. Mm. It seems like people who just need to get a life... That's what it seems like, like to me. The associ- uh, the yeah. whatever. The- if, like the most difficult problem you're having is you have a problem with someone putting a sign up, right. and you need to focus on other things. Right, like you don't want a sign up <laughs> that says "Our son's defending our freedom." Yeah. When the only reason you have the right to put that up is because people like him are overseas. Exactly. Defending our rights to do that. Exactly. You know, it doesn't make sense. Uh, really dumb. Well, in court they're being. Um, they have pro bono lawyers, the Burrs, so that's okay. a good thing, helping them well, I hope they in this win. case. Yeah. Hopefully we can follow up on the story. Yeah. All right. Well, our next story comes from down south, or not down south, uh, from Australia. But what's the word? Oh, what's the Down sound? under. Down under. <laughs> Thank down you. Down under. Like my Australian accent? Can you do a good Australian accent? No. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sound kind of British. <laughs> It does. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to differentiate between the two if you're not, like, a professional actor. Yeah, you can tell, though, people who talk on TV, you can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Like, who's from Australia? Keith Urban? Keith Urban, Nicole Kidman. Uh, oh, is she? Hugh Jackman, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, well, from Canberra, Australia, a 94-year-old woman struck an attacking kangaroo with a broom and managed to crawl to safety in her house in the Australian outback before police subdued the animal with pepper spray. Phyllis Johnson said the kangaroo attacked her while she was uh, hanging her laundry in her yard uh, Sunday in the Queensland state of Charlottesville. Uh, oh, I thought it was going to kill me, Johnson told the courier mail from the hospital bed. It was taller than me and it was just plowed through the clothes on the washing line straight for me. She said she saw a blur of red fur before a kangaroo knocked her down and kicked her prone body. Johnson told Australian media she managed to get to her feet and grab the broom and hit the animal enough times to daze and escape. She fought it off uh, herself with a bit of help from the family dog, her son said Tuesday. Rob Johnson said the kangaroo had a bit of a go <laughs> at him <laughs> when he arrived from the church, and then he called police. He said his mother has a large gash on her leg and is recovering from the attack. Senior Sergeant Stephen Perkins, head of police in Charlottesville, said the first officer to reach the backyard was in, was forced to spray the kangaroo to avoid being injured. The animal jumped away, then saw another officer at the back of the police car and went for the officer, and he also had to deploy his 
uh, pepper spray. So the Rue had to get sprayed twice, Perkins told the Associated Press. After that, he hopped away from the scene, but police could still monitor his location, and it didn't go far. So what happened to the animal? It just hopped off? No, it was captured. Uh, It was a male kangaroo, a male red kangaroo, the world's largest marsupial. So this thing could be pretty big, and it it could weigh up to 200 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah, so this 94-year-old woman was able to... okay? Well, she has a gash in her leg. Oh, I didn't realize kangaroos were violent. I guess they could be territorial. Oh, you know, maybe that like don't know much about kangaroos, but kid was around or something. Probably, but still, it's incredible. I mean, she's ninety-four years old. You know, yeah. she's able to, I guess, survive being stunned by a kangaroo, grab a broom, and still bop it on the nose. Yeah, a couple of times. I love stories like that. Yeah, go old people. <laughs> go old people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just thought that was kind of funny, um, and it ended up being spray paint or sprayed. With pepper so they spray. didn't kill the animal. Uh, no, uh, okay. it's being monitored right now, or it's. I uh, wonder why in, it's so angry. I think they it was on the Australian outback, so I'm thinking I guess their house. She was hanging laundry oh. outside, so probably their house might be like on a farm or something. Oh, okay. So in kangaroo territory. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, pretty wild she was out messing there. in kangaroo territory. So is it her fault? Gotta watch out, girl. <laughs> Gotta watch out. Can't be, uh... I wonder if kangaroos have gangs. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I know they hang out in packs, right? Well, not packs, yeah, but in groups. They have, like, a like West Side Story thing going on. What? And, like, an old woman gets in the mix and it, like, throws everything off. <laughs> if I could schedule it, would you fight a kangaroo? No. Would you do a, a kick... Would you do a boxing match? You've you seen those videos where people... <laughs> I'm blow. a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> Do you think you would survive a kangaroo attack? Yes, because I would either I would bust something out. To you get would that what? That I would. <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest animal you think you could, I guess, fight? I don't want to fight an animal because they have teeth. They're like, um, I don't know, maybe a chicken. A chicken? <laughs> <laughs> you so you go from kangaroo to chicken? <laughs> That doesn't sound right. I just well, that doesn't sound fair <laughs> in this theory or in this make believe scenario. That just doesn't sound fair. Okay, maybe something bigger. I don't know. Why do I have to fight an animal? I don't want to fight an animal. This is just a theory. Peter, come after me. Um, uh, maybe uh, like a baby horse. <laughs> no, a baby horse would probably beat me up. Wow. What if then I, I could jump what? on his back and be like, giddy up, giddy up. <laughs> what, if, what if I can get a donkey? No an way. Adult a donkey, donkey was so. Adult donkey. I think an adult donkey would be smaller than a baby horse. An adult donkey? Yeah. I don't know. Is the donkey a, the same thing as the jackass? <laughs> it's, it's a cross between a mule and a pony. Did you know oh, that? I did not. And they and donkeys can't breed. Oh really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I think I'm pretty sure that's true. Oh. Yeah. All right. But so if if you were able to defeat this donkey, he'd be living with shame, and he wouldn't have anybody else to come defend his freedom or I know. his his honor. I w- I, my strategy would just be to like try and ride the animal. <laughs> <laughs> break the horse or break the donkey. Yeah, I would just be like, giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, <laughs> like a bonanza or something. All right. Okay, well, our last story uh, for you, Kara, before yes. you head off to Florida. 
Oh. Is about Hitler. Have you heard of Hitler? No, but I've heard of Hitler. <laughs> well, very. Let's not bring racism in this room. No. Well, this is very similar. Okay. <laughs> She's adorable and fuzzy, but a kitten in England can't find anyone to take her in because she bears a striking resemblance to Hitler. Any idea? What 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 kind of animal is this? A kitten. A kitten. Yeah. Looks like Hitler. Yeah. Where is this? In Australia. Oh, oh no, I'm in mean, Australia, in England. Okay. I'll read the rest of the story, but do you okay. have any idea why? No, I don't. Okay. Well, Kittler, as the six-week-old cat is known, has been passed over by prospective owners and the animal shelter officials in God, God Manchester think it's because she has a patch of black fur underneath her nose that looks like the notorious dictator's distinctive mustache. We think her unusual markings are putting off people, a spokeswoman for the Wood Green Shelter told the Telegraph. Finding likeliness to Hitler has become a semi-popular pastime for people with a dark sense of humor. In fact, the orphan kitty that made headlines this week would be right at home on the website called Cats That Look Like Hitler. <laughs> yeah. And this is a picture of the oh, cat. Oh, let me see. That cat does not look like Hitler. I don't see it. You don't see the little black patch right underneath its nose? Oh, I guess. I don't know. If I, I would never think that if I looked at it. A cat's cute, though. Would you adopt them? I'm or, allergic to cats. Are you? Yeah. Specifically or just like shedding? I I don't know. I feel like I'm, a, I'm allergic <laughs> to animals that shed a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But whenever would I'm, you adopt that cat? I'm not much of a cat person to begin with. I would have a cat if I wasn't allergic because you don't have to walk it. And they're cute and they... You know, I'm single. I need a little companion. Yeah, but I feel like cats are really antisocial. My cat wouldn't be. My cat would be like, what up? <laughs> you'd, be feeding your, you'd be feeding your cat like liquor and tequila. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's probably a good thing I don't have a pet because they're so cute. And every time I see, like, a, you know, my friend's dog, like, I'll want to give it a treat. So I'm like, my and like my pet would be like obese <laughs> because they would just like give me this look you'd like you'd just be so irresponsible i know and i'd be like oh but you're so cute here you go <laughs> oh I, so are, are you a, would you consider yourself like a dog person or a cat person you know i've never had a pet before really never like n- even your parents like haven't gotten you like a fish no or like a hamster no he has never had pets Never. And they're from like small towns, you said. Yeah, they had the they had dogs growing up. My grandma has had numerous animals. Did she used to have kind of like a farm. Well, why didn't you guys ever have pets? I don't know. My parents just didn't want to have the rest, like to have to clean up after another thing. Yeah, they already had you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was enough for them to handle. <laughs> I don't know. And then we always said my favorite um, dog is a golden retriever. Yeah. So I've always wanted a golden retriever or a lab or something like that, a golden lab. Well, you, you can get one now that you're moving, right? Yeah, but, I, you know, I just don't think – I think I would get one if I was, like, marrying the kids and, you know. I just uh, – I don't think I'm home enough now to have a dog hmm. because I like to go to the gym after work. So, I mean, I can't leave my dog at home by itself until 7, 8 o'clock at night. That's true. <laughs> That would suck. The dog would not like me, so. And then a go, you know, with the go- like bigger dogs, I feel like you should really live in the house. Yeah. Or at least a condo or somewhere with a big yard or big yard or, you know, you don't want the animal cramped up in your apartment all day. 
like a tiny apartment. No, but you can get you like need a, to have a, li- a like a little yard or something. But what if well, I guess? I mean, even if you had like a little dog, like a little yeah, chihuahua. Yeah, you know what? I would get a little dog too, not a chihuahua, but like a bichon or something. Or wait, what are those dogs? I actually have a fake dog at home that I've had for years. You mean a stuffed animal? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's it's, a fake dog, right? <laughs> Um, I got it at the mall. My dad bought it for me, and it does tricks, and it barks. Oh, my God. Are you talking about, like, a kid toy? Yeah, well, kind of. It, like, it moves, <laughs> and then it goes, arf, 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 you know, and those then are it men- does a backflip. Those are meant for, like, 10-year-olds, right? <laughs> you know that, right? You know what? That Sweet Pea is coming with me to Florida. Sweet Pea? <laughs> yes, that is her name. That is my dog. Did you name her Sweet Pea, or is that the name given to the dog? No, I named her Sweet Pea. <laughs> And she is super cute, you know, and when I first got her, I used to sleep with her. Like, she used to sleep in bed with me, but we've we've gotten unattached. Were you, like, what, 15 at the time? No, I was in college. And it's funny is that when guys used to come over, I used to make them, like, talk to the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. They probably oh, thought no. it was nuts, but whatever. I'd be like, this is my dog. This is Sweet Pea. They'd be like, "Yeah, okay. You introduce <laughs> your dog. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Oh, so that my is God. Cl- Sweet Pea is the closest thing I've ever had to a pet. And I love her. And my niece, every time she comes over, she goes, Auntie Kara, where's your dog? You, like, brainwash your niece. <laughs> Do you think it's a real dog? She's, like, scared of it, too. Why? It's not real. (laughs) She doesn't know. She's only five. That's how much you you make believe the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Your your niece thinks it's real. She does. She she gets scared of it, too. That's kind of sad. The fact that she's (laughs) scared of... She was also scared of my fur vest and my fur scarf, so... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, fake fur. I was like, "This is fa- it's fake fur." Oh, like the I've, I think I've seen you wear. Yeah, I wore it and I got ridiculed for all day. <laughs> I remember that. Yes, <laughs> by a man named Loby. <laughs> Hopefully, we can have him on someday. You should. He would make an awesome guest. Yeah, he would. Well, we're just about out of time. Okay. Sweet talk. Yes, thanks for having me. Well, thanks, thanks for having for, me, Madison. Thanks for finally showing up. I know. You know I'm late to everything. Yeah. I was having lunch, though. You're a half hour late today. I was. I told and, you and, I had and, to and have lunch. And we were supposed to do this yesterday, <laughs> but you just you didn't call. I was having lunch with my... Oh, yesterday? What did I do yesterday? You were packing all day, right? Yes. Yes, I was. Are you almost done Oh, and then I went to the terrace. Why'd you go to the terrace? Just to hang, hang out, out with my friends. Oh, okay. That were in town. And then you went to lunch with them again today? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to see them anymore. I'm moving to Florida. Well, you're not going to see me anymore. <laughs> we still talk on Facebook, right? Yeah. Because you're on there all the time. I know. <laughs> I love Facebook. I'm so, so addicting. Why don't you, you, you should go work for Facebook. You could probably find a position. Yeah, but I go would for, have a... I, do you have an English degree or journalism? Journalism. You could... Up to, pretty sure you could find a position you know facebook reason why i wouldn't want to work for them is my big pet peeve with facebook is they change everything all the time just leave it alone like this new chat on facebook i I hate it i haven't encountered it i barely use facebook as it is they change everything for no reason at all so people who work for facebook stop changing stuff 
Let it be. That's a warning from Kara. Let it be. She's not going to use your service anymore. <laughs> no, I will, but I'm just letting you know. <laughs> so they could change it a hundred times and you would still use it. <laughs> Unless it was just something crazy like, we're going to let everyone know that you went to visit their page. Then I would get off of it because... That's like a total invasion of privacy. I don't want to know who's looking at my page. Well, no, anybody could just search your page, sort of. Yeah, but right? do you re- do you really want to know who's looking at your page? I don't. Well, yeah, I guess not. Oh, so so you would be you would find it weird if you found out people were looking at your page, like who was looking at your page. Yeah, and vice versa. I wouldn't want the people to know that I'm looking at their page because sometimes I just click on stuff because <laughs> Facebook is so different now. It has you like clicking on people's photo albums because it'll like pop up yeah. on the side. So I'll just like do it out. I'll be like, oh, okay. And then I'm like looking at their pictures randomly. or You know what I mean? Like, so the they fact get... that you don't know, you feel better about it. Yeah. I wouldn't want... So if a hundred pervs were looking at all your photos. I wouldn't want to know that. (laughs) (laughs) But you could have like a secret stalker and and you'd be fine with that. I did have a stalker on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay, well, we're running late. So we'll end this. Um, Kara, thanks again for showing up. No problem. Thanks for having me. Sorry Uh, I was late. uh, But before we go, uh, special thanks to Kevin McLeod from InContact.com for providing our music and Jackson Homer and our in, I'm gonna say news intern now. He used to be a producer. <laughs> we used to credit him as a producer, but he intern. hasn't really done much. Wow, he got downgraded. Yeah. For sure. Well, he started out as an intern and then went to producer, and now he's back to intern. Oh. I'm not okay. really sure what titles to give him, but I'm just gonna make it up every week. <laughs> this week he can be our news manager. Okay. That's that's a big bump. That is a big bump. All right. Thanks to our news manager Jackson Homer. And until next time, uh, don't do anything that will put you on this podcast. All right, bye.